What would it take to convince you that your body is the most incredible healing system ever created? What would it take for you to put your faith in its design to heal itself instead of relying on drugs and other interventions? The, the model of healthcare we have, yeah. it's exactly what you just described. We're, we, we, our last 12 years of our life are not quality years of life. We're living yeah. on dope pills, potions, lotions. Okay? Yeah. It's time to take our health back. If we're going to try to figure out and, and, and manipulate the body, it's a fool's game. I see you know, pharmacies that can call themselves wellness centers now. It's really become watered down. It's really become confusing. When we talk wellness, when we talk lifestyle, we're talking what is the environment you're putting your body in or inside of you that's gonna it's gonna just affect you our way is simply not working even with all our medical advances and technology we are getting sicker we spend more than we spend on military we spend more on anything it's it's, it's 18 percent of our gdp on healthcare. yet we're getting sicker and do we really think that more drugs and more tests and more that's gonna be that's gonna how we're gonna get there yeah, it seems overwhelming but there is hope this is the Design to Heal podcast. I can't think of anybody that I've met in the, in the last 15 years that's come in and said, awesome, I'm on all these drugs and I feel great. It usually goes something like, can you help me yeah. get off of all this crap, yeah. right? The first thing I have to do is teach them that they're designed to heal. So welcome everybody to another episode of Design to Heal. My name is Jeff McLaughlin. We are coming to you live from Orlando. My buddy here, Dr. Ben, Ben Rawls, say hey to everybody. Hey to everybody. And you were just such a literalist today. I love I that. Know. You know? Are you disappointed I, I didn't give you a more snazzy intro? Well, I'm, yeah, I'm just a little offended. <laughs> you know, keep you on your toes, man. So, <laughs> Ben, I'm dying. This is, I, I'm excited for this episode. Yeah. Um, the other day, I'm, I'm in, you're doing some work on me, adjusting me, getting me, get, so I'm well adjusted, right? right. You know, well, hopefully more ways than one, but, you know, <laughs> my wife might disagree with that. I'm adjusting you. We're going to make the assumption <laughs> well. Yes. So I see this list, and um, I always love the printouts that you have here in your office on things. I um, yep. wherever you turn, wherever you know you're standing on a, on a device, you're you're stretching somewhere. You always have, uh, you know, I should call it Ben's propaganda, but it's there good you, propaganda. There you go. Right That's there, all right. I've been, it's been called worse. Again. Why Doctor Ben does not go to doctors? Uh-oh. Here we go. Right. Yep. Big letters at the top, and that'll yeah. catch my attention right sure. there because I actually would like to know why, Doctor. I mean, I have guesses on this, yeah. but you have a top 10 list here yeah. of the reasons that you don't go to doctors. And uh, mm-hmm. it says here at the top, you've not been to a medical doctor in over 20 years. Before no. we get into this list, yeah. and uh, I, I'm going to see if I can try and poke holes in some of these, but sure, it's because I, I really haven't, you know, there isn't one that stands out. Mm-hmm. And I've kind of like allowed myself to not look at this list because I wanted to wait till today. I wanted it yeah. to be fresh. I wanted to get the initial reaction. So chances are I'm going to agree with every single one of these things, but it may challenge my model quite a bit. And so hopefully yeah. I can do my thing as always and ask the kinds of questions that people out there actually would care about to ask. But tell me right away, why haven't you been to a medical doctor in over uh, 20 years? Or what's that all been? Have you not been sick? Have you not? I mean, what's the story there? Talk to me about yeah. that. I mean, I, so this is going to be one of those um, shows that, man... You know, I want to just be, I just, I, I, not that I'm, here's this funny, when I'm, when I'm struggling to say things, it's not because I'm afraid to say them, uh, that got, clearly I've gotten over that a long time ago. <laughs> it's that I don't want to say it in a way that turns a person from listening, because I think there's something that we can all learn in there, right? And yeah, so yeah. part of, you know, for me and my family, it's that, you know, the fact that we've, that we know what we know. You've heard this statement, Jeff, right? No, no better, do better. There's that kind of a concept yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and things like that. And so because of this space that I'm in and because yes, I'm a chiropractor and I've got, you know, an entire education on natural health and I get to go to continuing it all day long. And I've got, you know, thousands of friends that are the best natural health, health practitioners in the world that are yeah. a text away, 
you know, I get to do a lot of self-doctoring. You know what I mean, right? Now, so so am I on the on the scale, Jeff? Am I the am I more extreme than most? I would say absolutely, right? My wife <laughs> I, I joke, somebody's like, well, but what if you had an, you know, an emergency? I said, you know what? I'm just going to say this for me. Yeah. And I think I wrote it in the newsletter. <laughs> I probably still won't go. That's just because I'm kind of, I'm so far gone, if you will, <laughs> right? so far gone. So now, now I would say, I say that. They're but still it, good in you, Ben. I can feel it. But at the same time, I feel like I could back every one of those statements up as to why I don't. Okay. So for me, and it might be one of the first things I wrote in there, Jeff, for me, and this is where, again, I really just want to say this the right way. The risks do not outweigh the benefit for me. Okay. That's okay. a, that's kind of how in general I see it. That's your right? macro statement there. Huh? That's the, you know, it's like, well, well, you know, now think about this, Jeff, we maybe yeah. have listeners here that are, um, uh, faith, more of a faith-based listener, sure, right? Maybe sure. that that's a big part of their life. So they have decisions in their life that they make or don't make because of their faith to the secular world. It might look ridiculous. Correct. Right. Correct. Well, why would you never do that? That's ridiculous. Everybody does that. And yeah. you might say, well, I don't do that yeah. because of my, you know, there's right. some certain, for example, Jeff, there's certain re religions, if you will use that word, right. That don't allow for blood transfusions. Correct. Right. Yeah. Does that mean they're horrible people that, <laughs> that should be thrown in jail? Does that mean they're stupid? Does that mean that they're on science? No, that means that's the, that's how they choose to operate in regarding to their health. Yeah, right. Yeah. So a it doesn't lot, matter how you feel about that. It is what it is. Right. Yeah. Just I mean, speaking factually, yeah. yeah. And, and so okay. I, I say that now, yeah. however, most of the things that I, that I find people going to the doctor for Jeff uh -huh. are things that I feel if they just had better information of the realities of those, they would likely make different decisions. I get on board with that. So, yeah. Let's see. So I'm just going to, like I said, this week, you know, I had a friend that, that listens to this podcast. He loves it. And he texted me the other day. He's like, man, you got to like send me, you guys, I love this podcast. Like send me how you do it. And I said, you won't probably like my answer because we really do. <laughs> we do try to keep it as live as we can, yeah. you know, and on. So I don't know what you're going to ask me. You're probably going to stump me. Well, and Ben, be, in the 15 hours of show prep I was doing yeah. for this episode <laughs> oh, specifically. Go, that, that's, okay. I'm lying on air. Yeah, I don't want to okay. do that. That's not good. No, of course. And uh, all right. So let's go through point by point. Sure. All right. Point number one that you said, here's your first reason yeah. why you don't go to, why you haven't been a doctor in 20 years. Yeah. I'm not interested mm -hmm. in drugs or surgery. Correct. Those are primary tools used by, well, I hope it's correct. You wrote it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Those are primary tools used by medicine. I understand that drugs do not heal and I don't want to mask any yeah. symptoms. Okay. I, I don't have any problem with that. Rather than, we've talked yeah. about the drugs thing. Yeah. Are there exceptions? Might be a question I would ask on the surgery thing. You know, for yeah. example, like you... You tear something in a in a shoulder or whatever. Is that yeah. the kind of thing that Ben's going in for? Or are you going to do so like what? So how do you be, approach that one? So yeah, it'd be it'd be pretty. Um, you know, I, I, you know, if I if I broke my arm, I'd probably try to set it myself, and you know what I mean. <laughs> Take an X ray of my own arm and touch the machine with my toe or something like that. Yeah. Um. So again, like I said, so. So let's just say on, on uh, like you said on the drug one, Jeff. You know, not really in my in my realm of me personally. Right. Ben Rawl wanting right. to do that. Right. Okay. Right. I don't. Right. So then on the <laughs> surgery one, I'll give you just a couple of examples for the most common surgeries that you'd see. So for this okay. is where you do have to get into some specifics. So for example, they did a, a study on uh, placebo versus. Um, non-placebo of knee surgery, orthoscopic knee surgery, scoping the knee. Yeah. And they found out that scoping the knee, um, uh, the, the placebo group did better. Okay. I, I can actually believe that. So I we really talked, me and you talked earlier, I know you've had shoulder issues over the years. Yeah. And um, we found that, um, I know people that, 
they did this. They actually, I can't remember the exact top of my head, Jeff, but they did shoulder surgery and they found after X amount of years of age, like 45 or 47, yeah. something like that. Like it was worse outcomes having rotator cuff surgery than bent, you know, if good. I could undo the three, I would yeah. undo so the three. If you could undo, so, so, yeah, you, so, so you sit here and so you I tell me, yeah. and I know we're just going off the cuff here. Mm-hmm. You say, Hey man, if I could go back, I probably wouldn't have had shoulder surgery. Yeah. So I'm saying I would rather you never have to go through three surgeries mm-hmm. for $40,000 yep. and 12 months of rehab and pills or whatever the story was yep. Yep. and say, you know what? <laughs> just put up with it. But here's what I'd say. This is what I want people to know. This is where I think most people, so they think, oh, that means you just don't do anything, Dr. Ben. Uh, No. That means that I would be using the plethora of things that I know to be true and understand that maybe for a a typical person seem weird or strange, but there's a lot of ways to deal with a surgery other than Oxycontin and injections and surgeries. Okay. So that's where, and Jeff, honestly, it does come down to some other parts where I'd say, hey, even if let me just say, we'll use a, a shoulder surgery. I don't know, thinking off the top of my head. Yeah. I might still say, you know what? Hey, I know that this um, you know, is going to be an issue, and I might not even know how to necessarily get it corrected, but I still am not interested in the risk of the surgery, yep. i.e., yep. I don't want the anesthesia. Yep. I, so you know, that comes down to a quality of life for some people. Yep. But for me and what I know about that, I'm going to say, you know what? I'm not going to go on in a hospital under anesthesia yeah. with you know exposure to different sizes of things that are in there, mm-hmm. cutting on my body. I'll just deal with it. Yeah. So there's only this is somewhat off topic, but I'm going to go there because there is a risk there. My my dad lost a very close friend. My dad was an Air Force yeah. uh, pilot and then flew commercially, and and uh, he actually flew both in the Air Force and with an airline with this guy who had a, I would say a routine shoulder surgery, but Ben, you and I both know there is no routine right. shoulder surgery, right? You know, you're operating on somebody, you're cutting them open. And uh, apparently there was an allergic reaction to mm-hmm. the anesthesia and the soldier, uh, the uh, surgery. They lost them on the operating table, yeah. that sort of thing. Guys, guys thinking this is just a, and yeah. I think they were scoping. I don't know what they were doing. It wasn't anything crazy major. And, uh, you know, yeah, lost his life really right. in the prime of his life right. kind of thing. So I've seen that. But I'm always amazed, too, that um, having been through those shoulder surgeries, this is a whole other topic for another day. We can talk about uh, insurance and how screwed up our, uh, yeah. all that stuff is. But um, the, sh- the shoulder surgeries that I've seen before, when I see what, what the insurance company actually pays out mm. on surgeon versus the mm. medical facility versus yeah. anesthesiologist and everything else, um, I don't know if I should or not, but I feel bad for the anesthesiologists mm. <laughs> because of what they build and then what they actually get from oh, the yeah. surgeries. And I've seen that three times over to see, and I'm going without that person, you know, you could die. Cause I, cause I just told oh, you the story, yeah, right. Yeah, you know, yeah. like you better have somebody that knows what they're, they're doing, but you know, you know, I'll tell you where it makes the, what makes the, the money on those surgeries is uh, for me anyways, was facilities. It was yeah. unbelievable. Those charges. Uh, okay. Number two, I'm aware of the research that shows medical care causes, more harm than good. Why would I want to, or why would I go to a place that offers that? Yeah. So this cool. kind of goes, and, yeah. I, and I make a citation on there of a uh-huh. study uh, in 2009 on the Journal of the American Medical Association by a gentleman by the last name of Kilo, Kilo. K-I-L-O. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, so I, and so his statement, I'm going to paraphrase it, but he's essentially saying with all we do in healthcare, we need to really recognize that it likely does more harm than good. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So people say, come on, doc, come on, you know, but come on. And I know this is one of those that it's hard to hear. Right. And so there's, again, there's a lot of studies, Jeff, where um, there was one recently, not recently, but I, I go into these things, you know, for example, one's on strep throat. So uh, it's actually a medical doctor that's gone through Dr. Newman and he's written books about this and has a lot of studies. And he says, for example, treating what we treating strep throat, yeah. uh, you know, uh, with um, antibiotics yep. actually does more harm than good. Okay, this is huh. his statement. Okay? okay, and he has the science behind it. Yeah, and I and I top of my head I don't have it sitting in front of me, so I can't quote it directly. But his point is, 
what you said earlier, Jeff, some people have anaphylactic shock to antibiotics. Some people have all these other side effects. Some people have this, some people have this. And so we end up hurting more people then we end up helping because they actually didn't need that drug to heal from that. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. when I, so when I look at that, there's, you know, somebody might say, well, Hey, but what about this? And you know, now, Hey Ben, you're getting older. Don't you need this test and this test? And I say, I've now, of course I'm not, um, uh, you know, what's the word? I'm not, um, um, you know, I, I do my research. So I'm just, I've yet to be compelled enough when I look at it and go, no, risks don't outweigh the benefit. Now you may look at that and say, well, I disagree, but here's what I would challenge you to say, which is, first of all, is there other safer options that you can deal with? Right. What is really going on there? And I'm not going to go spend $10,000 to get something that's probably not going to be even what I want to do anyway. Right. Right. Right? So, so so I'm going to add a challenge in there too. And that's, and that's actually read and study because I think that's something now do, do people in general maybe have the time to be able to do that to a degree that you do? Probably not. Of course yeah. not. But I think how many of them, Ben, how many of them do you think just take the pill, take the surgery, take the recommendation and, you know, maybe discount their own intelligence and their own wisdom and their own ability to do research and to study on their own, right? Yeah. I mean, I think a lot of that goes on there too. Uh, that leads into something here. Yeah. Point three, yeah. I do not trust the information or science that they use to justify their recommendations. Yeah. I have seen the research showing most of the science is fraudulent and funded by pharma. And we talked about in a previous episode uh, why we believe what we believe, right? And kind of gave sort of a, you know, a paradigm, I guess, or a framework that, that people should use when they're doing research, you know, just to make sure that they're checking good sources and maybe reading in between the lines or underneath the lines when there are um, studies that are presenting evidence or data in a certain way, you know, they're stacking the cards in a certain way. So uh, hopefully our listeners, you can go back and I think it's episode 12 or 13 that we did that, but talk to me about this one. I don't trust the information or science that they use to justify their recommendations. Yeah. Okay. Talk to me about that one. So I, I don't remember what episode it was either, Jeff, but we were talking about a, um, uh, a particular quote by Marsha Angle. She's a former New England Journal of Medicine, I believe was the, was what she was. We wanted the top journal. She was the editor for over 20 years. Mm-hmm. Uh, matter of fact, I can say it right here. So she was at New England Journal of Medicine. This was her quote. And I'll just read it from her. Uh, She says, it's simply no longer possible to believe much of the clinical research that's published or to rely on the judgment of the trusted physicians or authoritative medical guidelines. I take no pleasure in this conclusion, which I reached slowly and reluctantly over two decades as an editor of the New England Journal of Medicine. So I'm going to sit on that. Yeah. Right. So So she's seeing crankery over two decades and finally just peeling back layers. And said, I can't, I mean, I hate to say this. Yeah. But here's the reality. You can't trust the science that we're yeah. putting because it's yeah. funded by pharma. And right. by the way, right. if the study doesn't, so there's this happened in the in the in the drug world, the antidepressant world. Mm-hmm. Any study that didn't come out what they wanted never gets published. This is what people need to understand. So when there's a when there's studies that have been done, recognize that you only see the ones they want you to yeah. see. Yeah. So yeah. if they didn't like the outcomes of that study, they say, Oh, never mind, don't publish that. Okay, so this is a big issue for us, Jeff. So if I if I told you this, Jeff, we did ten studies on knee surgeries. Yeah, one showed that it kind of was was okay. okay. Nine other ones showed it was worse. But I published the one that shows us a little bit better. I tell all the doctors to tell you it was better. You're sitting there going, I don't know, my knee hurts. You said it'll be better. I'll just I'll just do it. And that's the way that this reality yeah. gets created in your life. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I'm highly skeptical yeah. of today's medical insurance, yeah. pharma. You are absolute, and I am justifiably highly skeptical <laughs> of that. So I got nobody's ben triggered. I got him and going. Nobody's now. ever been <laughs> able it. to n- deny me that. Yeah. To, or deny that reality. So, I mean, Marsha Engel, the New England Journal of Medicine, for 20 years believes in the same thing. So I need to ask you a question, and maybe Engel talked about this at some point. Is there an alternative source for information? Because I, I don't mm-hmm. want to read too much into this. But yeah. what I hear her saying is she herself no longer trusts that journal, 
which is probably the most respected one. You yeah, know, one of the top three for sure. Right. You know. So, so is there is there a place that you go that that you could say you know I I trust I can yeah. I can let down my guard a little bit more so and accept that these people are telling the truth. So I'm gonna I need to and this is why we're partly why we do this show because it just. You know, we were talking a little bit earlier, you know, uh, you know, <laughs> how do, because each one of these kind of pulls back a layer, right? So I remember yeah. when I was with my dad at Natural Cancer Clinic and, and, and some people, a lot of people always ask, well, hey, if there's all these other great alternatives and other things you can do, how come that's not published? Yeah. How come there's a, well, you, you, again, I think you can all answer this question. The research that's done is funded by pharma. Yeah. Okay. By and large. There's no interest in things getting published outside of that. Now, I will say to the listeners here, uh -huh. there is a great um, resource, and we can put it in the notes, Jeff, uh, Green Med Info. So that would be in the in the realm, and I know the the, the creator and founder of that, Sayer G. Um, but you can go there, and that's all published medical, published, you know, pu like PubMed, okay, quality. So these are published. Nothing would be on there, and if it is like, a, like an editorial or a opinion piece, it's noted, but... It's going to be all the studies on turmeric, all the study. You know what I mean, right? Yeah. So you do get a little bit of that. But here's what I tell people to cut through the chase. Two things, Jeff. So somebody says, well, you can't trust it. What do you do? Well, first of all, that's why I started the topic of the newsletter. I'm saying that's why I don't go. Right. So I'm not right. going to try to go in there and like spend seven zillion hours just trying to decipher who's got a conflict of right. interest, who right. lied, who got right. bought, who got paid, who got whatever. Right. right. I'm not even going to go there because yeah. I don't want it anyway. Right. Now I find people in my life like, you know, my friends and colleagues, like, so if you're listening to this, I would say, man, find a natural alternative doctor, whether that's a chiropractor, or a naturopath, a, yeah, yeah. A, you know, integrated, I don't care, really, whatever, somebody that aligns with your belief system and says, hey, and, and, and they're probably staying on top of it more than most. So I'm not aware of everything, but I've got a pretty good grasp of what's going on in, in the realm, even though I don't do stem cells, for example, in my office. I'm, I'm aware of what's going on, pros and the cons, people that do them, people that don't do, you know, th that type of deal. Yeah. So I can usually find out those answers. So if somebody comes to me and says, hey, I had this happen to a guy uh, a few weeks ago he, or a few months ago. He had broke his, kind of had this little fracture in, in his leg, kind of a stress fracture deal. And, you know, they reached out and said, hey, Ben, what would you do? Now, listen to everybody listen to this. That's why I always answer these questions. What would I do? Right. I can't tell you what to do. And I'm not here to necessarily give medical advice per se. But I can tell you what I would do. And there's nothing wrong with that. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, well, you know, and ironically, he's doing great. And he's, yeah. you know, he does most yards for a living. And, yeah. and, you know, and he's did all great. And, you know, and it healed up. And he's better than before. And and things like that. So now in that instance, I probably wouldn't have even gone to the doctor. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Because mm -hmm. I'm like, mm -hmm. hey, it'll heal. I'll, you mm -hmm. know, probably had a buddy shoot a picture. And we'll go from there. Yeah. You yeah. know, so. so Do you think it's like fear that's created oh around my these gosh, events? That just that, I mean, that's what it is. It's like if I don't go, like something crazy is bad going to happen. Absolutely fear. And that sort of thing. Yeah. It's absolutely fear, Jeff. I think, I don't know if we talked about this before. I was talking with a friend of mine. Uh -huh. Um you saw my <laughs> sharks and deer we were talking about we should name it you can name that's what you can name this one <laughs> what's more dangerous sharks or deer okay well way more people are killed each year because of deer oh yeah I would cars, assume that. yeah you know, sure. uh -huh. than sharks uh -huh. but we look at deer as like bambi and pictures and pull slow over to the side of the road let's look at the deer i just saw a couple on my way into work this morning yeah so but m the media and the fear has generated that so jeff there's absolutely I had a, a, I saw something the other day about the fever, a fever, and people had posted so much fear about fever that it was really hard to read because mm. you're just, you're just reading their fear come through there. Yeah. So they yeah. have more fear than they, you know, I saw somebody wear a shirt recently, Jeff, it said faith over fear. Maybe you've seen uh, that, right? Uh. So I just have, and you can not agree with me on this. You don't have to like what you're going to hear. I just have such extreme faith in my body's ability mm -hmm, to heal mm -hmm, that it overrides mm -hmm. the fear that I have. Yep. Well, what about what about this? 
what about, could it be this? You could have this. Hey, absolutely. But I'm not going to go spend $10 million at some hospital to get them get a bunch of tests done before they can tell me if they think I'm healthy or not. When, Jeff, Baylor University says that we know less than 1% about the workings uh, of the no, human body. No, no, so I'm just not going to go into that model and be like, hey, yep. so I know you only know less than 1%. You tell me how I'm doing. I just, it's a waste of my time. Agreed. And, and I think that's part of why we do this show is because people are asking, Ben, you know, I, yeah. I love that, yeah. you, you know, you always approach this and have that humility that says, look, you can agree or disagree or whatever. I'm just sharing with you the knowledge that I have. I mean, I think that's why this thing has been successful thus far. And people continue to reach out and interact is because they're going, finally, somebody yeah. talking about this in a way that makes sense. And somebody answering questions that I've had all along that, you know, in some cases I was ridiculed for asking. Yeah. I mean, think about that. Yeah, you know, yeah. in some cases when I questioned the institution, not even trying to be belligerent or anything, just kind of having that gut check and obeying that gut check. I was ridiculed. I was chastised. I was whatever, you know, and I think that there's a, there's something to be said about that community of people, wherever it is, whether it's here or, you know, you know your local doctor's, local doctor of causes office, yeah. I should say, right? Well, yeah. and what's happened, Jeff, is I think, you know, unfortunately the medical model is creating their own, their own situation here where people are actually getting scared to go to the doctor yeah, because yeah. they're afraid to even ask a question because of what could happen to them, yeah. how the way they could be yeah. treated. Though, Hey, if I choose not to give that drug to myself or my child, are you going to call authorities on me? Yeah. You know, things like that. So yeah. <laughs> what's, what's ironic is, is, you know, because of their, their lack of desire to really hear and listen and support their patients. I mean, that's, I just feel like I'm really to empower my patients, remind them that they yeah. can heal and give them tools and resources, whether they choose to do that or not. Yep. You know, at this point, it's up to them in this country. Certainly, always up to them from from my my world. Yeah. Um, you know, yeah. what's the next one on there, Jeff? Yeah. So the the next one is, uh, oh man, I love yeah. this one. It's too expensive. Oh, the return on investment yeah. isn't worth it. Yeah. Can't agree with you more on that. But yeah. let's let's unpack that well, one. Well, man, you know, and this gets into some. You know, again, this is why, like you said, if hopefully the listeners are are hearing the tone we're trying to deliver here. Yeah. I am um, the number one cause of bankruptcy in the United States. 62% of bankruptcies in the U.S. are due to medical debt. Are you kidding me? Oh, no, that's a fact right there. You're kidding? Wow. Yeah. And then the second cause of bankruptcies is people can't pay their home mortgages. And the number one reason people can't pay their home mortgages is medical debt. So essentially, sure. it's bankrupting our nation. Yeah. So, and that's already on top. Now, and now we, there's a lot of ways to go with this, Jeff. We, we, we spend the most out of any industrialized nation in the world. Okay. It goes, it's gone up. We're over $10,000 per individual right mm -hmm. now per person. Yep. Okay. Which is crazy. Yeah. Um, and we're currently ranked 37th. We take more drugs. We take more vaccines. We see more doctors. All of the things that you'd call healthcare, yet we're getting sicker. So again, so a negative correlation. Yeah, effectively. yeah exactly. A right? negative correlation. So here's what's so funny. I sit here like wow. I'm happy to take the arrows and be called a quack and crazy. And as I'm like, hey, but the thing is, yours, your data, their data stinks. So like, I don't know, I would be more interested in finding ways, you know, we have the highest cesarean rates, we have the most this, but we have some of the worst birth outcomes and actually the worst birth outcomes in the industrialized world. So instead of getting mad at me, you know, go to the system that's doing that. So when I sit there and I say, and this is going to sound extreme, Jeff, this, I almost probably shouldn't say this one. Um, that's why you need to, because you have everybody's well, interest peaked then. So there's, a, there's a great book I read a lot of years ago, and yeah. I can't even remember the, the title of it, tell you the truth, but he's written by a rheumatologist and he said, and I remember when the statistics, 80, over 80% 80 of healthcare spend is spent in the last six months of a person's life. So their lifetime spend in medical care, yeah, 80% of that happens in the last six months of wow. their life. Wow. Now, now, again, at the risk of sounding cold and callous here, I'm going to speak yeah. for myself, Ben Rawl, personally. Okay. Right? If it's that time in my life and things are looking looking dark, you know what I mean, right? Yep. Um, 
I'm totally cool. Ben's I'm, checking out. Save I'm the money. Totally cool. Just <laughs> riding that one out and going to my creator. All right. I got no problem with yeah, that. Yeah. You do yeah. not need to try to do a whole bunch of crazy stuff. That's not going to yeah. really work to buy me maybe yeah. a couple of days or kill me in the process. Yeah. I just, yeah. I have no interest in it. Yeah. So to some yeah. people, because yeah, is of it co- quality of life, that's, it's yeah, not right. It's yeah. Just got, I got, I, I could care less. He's like, that sounds so cold and callous, Ben. Like yeah. I'm telling you, when I watched my grandmother, um, she was, you know, just a, <laughs> the sweetest lady. And she, you know, late in her life, 83 years old, she was stage four cancer, cancel over her body. And that woman walked that thing out like a champ, mm. no chemo, no rate. Just said, yeah. like, she's like, I love my life. I've yeah. had a blessed life. I yeah. love my family. Yeah. She wrote it out, took an aspirin here and there. And yeah. literally her, my, my grandfather would hold her up at the kitchen um, so she could keep cleaning and making cookies up until almost the last days. Like, that's just, they just don't make women like moms. <laughs> no, like, you know, they just don't make no. people like that anymore. <laughs> but I look at that and she wasn't yeah. doing it to save money. She wasn't doing it. She was just doing it because she's like, I don't, I'm not interested in that. Yeah. So yeah. the only reason yeah. I say this is for us is I just don't see the value in these heroic fear-based measures that we try to do. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, I, it, it, if I know. could, I want to jump yeah. in on this too, because I have a contrast with this. I was, uh, um, I was fortunate enough growing up to have had all four grandparents. I've got one left, all right? 95 year old grandmother still kicking. Um, but, uh, only one left. And, but it, it's interesting. My mom's parents. So those, the two oldest living ones were my dad's parents, right? And my grandfather passed it, uh, Let's see, he was 94, and that happened about a year ago, literally over a year ago. He had colon cancer and I think prostate cancer at one point, maybe in his 70s. I want to say Cleveland Clinic dealt with that. He was fine after, no issues thereafter mm-hmm. and everything, and uh, really lived a, a pretty good life up until about like the last two months of his life, and yeah. it just kind of just went fast. Um, contrast that with mom's parents. There was diabetes. Uh, heart, heart issues on my grandma's side. And then that eventually became, I, I, I don't know if it was connected or not, yeah. but eventually either Alzheimer's and or dementia, something in that realm there. And then on my, my mom's, uh, my mom's father, my grandfather, it was diabetes and there was like a leg amputation at one mm-hmm. point, but it, and he had multiple strokes, but I'm talking last 12 years of his life living essentially in an assisted living place, which is just a glorified name for a nursing home, yeah. you know? And, um, and then I, I just saw the way that they went and, and I'll tell you the difference between the two. Here's the major contrast. And um, both sets of grandparents got along really well. We were fortunate enough mm. to see that they were in different, you know, South Florida, Central Florida, and they didn't see each other a whole lot. But when my, uh, my, my dad's parents, again, the grandmother who's still living, 95 years old, had a sister, by the way, who just passed, um, I think in May, who was well over 100. Wow. You know, so I'm going, I love to have those genes on my, you know, and, and was doing great until, yeah. the end, you know, um, my grandfather would always look at, and he would call it the, um, the uh, plate of pills or the, or mm. the oh, how did he say, the platter or something like that mm. of, of pills that my mom's parents were given by their doctors to take. And I'm talking like, mm. you know, breakfast, lunch, and dinner, man. You're, you're not just an Advil here or there. I'm like horse-sized pill, these mm. crazy things, you know, seven or eight of them each. And he always used to say this, my grandfather, my, you know, my dad's father would always say it this way. He said, you know, it's just choose your poison. Mm. That was his line. He never had a Dr. Ben, mm. right? I think he just had common sense and he kind of yeah. came out of that old school way yeah, of thinking yeah. that just said live. Right. And right. the one thing I think it was very different between the two is um, uh, dad's parents were also very active. Mm. They always were playing tennis and would go to dances and stuff in their 70s and even yeah. into their early 80s or whatever. And, um, you know, didn't see that on the other side. Not that the other side was like overweight. They were in shape, at least yeah. by appearance. 
but you know lifestyles were totally different there and you know, so I grew up with those two contrasts there was right? yeah there was I, a couple of years ago we went to Graceland believe it or not right Elvis <laughs> yeah. we were driving through did you see Elvis there by any we chance we didn't see him were you but, mistaken well for Elvis I shouldn't That's say that I, we, I think I saw a lot of Elvises when I was there I don't there know but remember we were walking through and I, you know we've all heard the story about how he passed away right yeah. and, and and the drugs and things and yep. And so, but was I wrong? What was interesting, literally on the tour, it talked about that and it said Elvis never considered himself to have a drug problem. And you go, well, that seems weird. And they go, because every drug he was on was a drug that was prescribed by his oh, doctor. Oh, jeez. So he's like, he is, his brain said, if this was not good for me, they wouldn't be giving yep, it to yep, me. Yep, but since yep. they're prescribing it to yep. me, um, you know, then it must be something yep, I need. Yep, yep, and so yep. again, you know, thinking critically, and here's what I would say. I mean, I, I just would want a, pers a person to know this, at least as adults in this country right mm -hmm. now, un unfortunately, maybe not for kids, but as adults right yeah. now, you have the choice of whether or not you want to take a drug or not. Yeah. It's up to you, yeah. right? And yeah. you shouldn't, you don't have to feel bad about whether you choose to or not to. Yeah. If you say, hey, you know what? I don't think the side effects are worth it for me. I'm not interested. I don't really believe in the benefits. I don't believe in the research. I'll do address it another way. I'm going to let, like you think you said, um, you know, let the cards, or just live. Actually, I love that. Just live. Just say, you know what? I don't know when he's going to take me. I don't know when my last day is. <laughs> Jeff, here's the thing. I could get run over by a semi on the way home, yeah, right? Yeah. Whether I yeah. have, you know, a kale smoothie for lunch or go do, you know, go run 10 miles. Yep. Not saying yep. don't do those things, yeah. but there's a lot of variables in our life. And so instead of this fear of just, what do I have? Am I going to get cancer? I'm going to have heart disease. I'm yeah. going to have this, right? Yeah. Come on. And I say yeah. this in there. I don't yeah. know if I say this on there, Jeff, but I have a study that was published and it talks about when you add up all the different things, the number one cause of death is actually medical care. It's more than heart disease and cancer. When you add up unnecessary surgeries, when you add yeah. up infections, when yeah. you add up yeah. opioids, when you add up all this stuff, it beats heart disease and cancer. So here's what I would say to a person. If I said, hey, you've got cancer, you freak out. Everybody's scared of, oh, what do I do? Hey, I've got a- uh, no, no, how much time do I have? That's yeah, the, much, is that yeah. not the question right well, there, yeah. right away? What, what phase is it or whatever? Come on. And if it's heart disease, oh my gosh, what wins the surgery? Yep. But when we say healthcare, we don't really necessarily think now I do, but, but you should, if you really understood the perspective, mm -hmm. you would have that visceral of a response to go, Oh my gosh, Bob's at the doctor. <laughs> you know, right. This is bad. Yeah. What's he doing there? <laughs> no, but really, because we know how this plays out, whether it's yeah. intentional or unintentional. Yeah. It's a dangerous place to be. Yeah. You know, um, you know, so I'm getting hey, no, I, no, no, you're, I, I love it, man. I think, I think that's absolutely brilliant. And, uh, you know, it's going to, that's going to challenge some people, Ben. I yeah, mean, that's I why we're here though, right? You know, um, Hey, you let's do another one real quick. Send we'll, the hate mails. Well, you know, yeah, so, yeah, exactly. Let's, let's do this. Let's take a break real quick. There's no way on earth we're going to get through all these. Yeah, so this is now a two part episode, but that's okay. a good thing. Okay. And so we're going to take a break and we're going to knock out maybe two more of these okay. after the break and then we'll get rolling here. So if you're listening out there, uh, stay tuned, better things to come on design to heal. So here we are back on Design to Heal, and I it is it is Jeff gets Ben riled up day, also known as every time we record, right, Ben? Because uh, I got you, I got you, I got you pumped, man. I got the blood flowing here, and yeah. you're you're rocking and rolling. So we are. That's how uh, I. That's how. By the way, that's how I check if my heart's okay. <laughs> I just get fired up, and I'm still alive. Great, yeah. must be okay. That's right. I'm in great shape. Um, here's bullet point five. We're not, you know, we're gonna make this a two part episode because there's just so much here, and it, each one of these needs to have. A fair shake, I, I yeah. think. And bullet point five for you on why Dr. Ben does not go to doctors was I have more trust in my body's ability to heal mm. than I do man-made drugs. Now, to me, this is the, we've talked about this a zillion times on design to heal. I know. Okay. But we can never say it enough. You know, know why? 
because people still ain't getting it, are they? Yeah. All right. So I have more trust in my body's ability to heal than I do of man-made drugs. What's the first thing that comes to mind as I raise that point? So I saw the other day, every, I know I've been, since I've been doing this long enough, it's like the statistics, I, you know, you hear, I remember hearing this in, in school, medical training, a chiropractic school, they'd say, you know, you've heard different numbers, you know, by, you know, five years from now, most of what you learn will be obsolete, you know, as, as things change. Sure. Right? sure. So I remember, you know, hearing, I, you know, our body has 7 trillion cells and then it's 20 trillion cells. And now the last one I heard is we have 40 trillion cells. Okay. The body has 40 trillion cells. Sure. Now, now add to that, Jeff, that each one of those cells in any given second is doing thousands of interactions. And again, those are just the ones we think we know about. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I don't know what that math is. 40 trillion times thousands times a second. Okay. But that's a lot. Right. <laughs> and so yeah. all of that wisdom is going on right now as I sit here. It's going to be really hard for me to, to take something to try to manipulate that. Some one of those one of the zillions of pathways in the body, I'm going to take this pill that looks like an M&M and pretend like that's going to go inside my body and actually improve something. Yeah, yeah. It's laughable to me. I, I was yeah. listening to one of the episodes. It might've been just one of the last ones we did, Jeff, talking about, you know, um, how many germs we breathe in a day, right? <laughs> and so people that, you know, they, if, and I, I said to a lady, hey, if you actually saw how many germs that you ingested or breathe in a day, it would, it would, you know, you would get an idea of how crazy, how powerful your body is. She goes, yep. oh, that would gross me out. I said, no, yep. it'd be awesome because then you'd realize, oh my gosh, somehow my body actually dealt with that. So, I, I need to interject something yeah. here, okay? The listeners need to know this. Our family comes in the other day, and I yeah, can't yeah. remember if it was Friday or Tuesday or which yeah. time that we came in, but it was sometime last week, and we came in and we saw you, yeah. and all of us had the sniffles. All of oh, us yeah. had something going on, because when yeah. you have five kids, as you know, like it, it just recycles. Spread the love. Yeah. Right? You want to talk about the first recycling program right there? Come to our house and see the germs. <laughs> and, and, and we're all apologetic to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got this guy over here. This, this lunatic over yeah, here is yeah. going, awesome, yeah. cool. Yeah. <laughs> like, thanks for bringing me the germs. And I'm all like, right. you yeah. know what? That is yeah. something Ben would say right there. Just yeah. on a, yeah. <laughs> why, tell, me, tell the listeners why. You know, going on that that point five about I trust my body's ability to heal. Yeah. Why is it that you would not have kicked our family out that day for coming in sick, yeah. essentially? Well, twofold. Number one, I know that um, what you what you're experiencing as when what we're calling sick, Jeff, yeah. uh -huh. is actually your body healing. So your body having a runny nose is the body doing the right thing. Yeah. You're coughing yeah. is the body doing the right thing. Having a fever is your body doing the right thing. So, um, as a doctor, I think that's awesome that your body's doing the right thing. Yeah. Right? Number two, yeah. I know that adjustments help um, help immune system function. Okay. So when we get adjusted, it helps boost your immune system. Yep. And so, um, there's no, I mean, I know it's tough to get in a car and drive on over and you're not feeling good and yeah. hang out and all kind of stuff. But I feel number one, I just want to encourage you and say, Hey, awesome. Your body's healing. Number yep. two yep. is giving adjustment and hopefully that will help your body, you know, if you will not necessarily heal quicker, but yeah. just be as resilient as possible to that. And so, yeah. um, and, and, and part two of, I just, I just don't have a fear of germs, you know? Yeah. And so yeah. meaning, Meaning what I mean by that again, Jeff, is is not in a weird way or a callous way, but I know that I'm going to have billions of them today, right? And so I just, you bringing me a couple more is not really concerning to me. Yeah. So it's just like, it's just not a, you know, so sometimes I might get a sniffle or a cold or, you know, I haven't really had the flu or anything like that in years. Yep. I can't yep. really remember last time that happened. I haven't missed a day of work. I mean, I'm a healthy cat, yeah. healthy guy, but I just don't, it doesn't even make it to my brain. You know, like, I just love that I don't walk in here and there's not like uh, hand sanitizer stations at every yeah. corner and all that kind of I stuff. Know. It's just, it's like, you know, it's just, it's just to me, it's just so funny. Like, I, and I don't mean this to sound weird or callous. It's just, yeah. I would ask the listener that's listening to this to, to realize how kind of brainwashed we've gotten, how much fear we've gotten in there. I remember 
it's just we've 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 gotten out we've gotten it out of balance, right? We literally, I mean, you yeah. watch some people go yeah. into like a grocery store. It's like they're going through the car wash before they put their kid in there, right? And it's like, do you realize? But yeah, but here's yeah, the, got the whites here's out the irony, <laughs> Jeff. But they'll go to Disney World. We live in Orlando, yeah. but you go to Disney World tomorrow with zillions yeah. of people from all over the world, yeah. Yeah. cough and sneeze and puke and pee in, and be like, "Hey, but what's the magic place? The happiest place?" And it's like, <laughs> stop it, not stop yep. going to Disney. I don't care. Yeah. I'm just saying, yeah. realize and, and touch every handle and every ride queue right? and the, right? yeah, all that stuff. Yeah, it's like, do you? I don't want. I'm not. Here's what I'm saying. I'm not yeah. trying to. I'm just trying to say, the lesson to me in that is know how stinking awesome your body yeah, is at yeah, healing. Yeah. Now, there's also great things you can do to help keep your immune system strong, right? So, sure. hey, stop sucking down Mountain Dews and juice and all that stuff, right? Hey, stop living on junk food, da da da, da. Yeah. That helps your body's immune system be stronger. Yep. You know, I don't participate in vaccinations. That's not part of my healthcare paradigm. Right. Uh, some people do. I, I would say, I, the latest stat I just heard, Jeff, is I just heard that this year's flu shot they're saying is maybe 8% effective. And by, that, and by that term, is actually even less than that because in order for it to even, they don't measure it. You don't even know if that person's health uh, body serial converted. You don't even know if antibodies were actually built. Yep. So it's yep. the estimate is maybe two to three yep. percent, which I don't even know how you can even argue that as being effective. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Amazing. We need to do an episode on that on flu shots and yeah. alternatives to staying healthy during flu season, quote unquote. Yeah. Uh, sixth point right here. Um, I don't live in fear about my health. You've there already you touched on some yeah. of that. I don't worry about having something, quote unquote. I, yeah. I guess I already, I already kind of baited you that one with our, yeah. our germ story. But uh, any other thoughts on that one? Yeah, I just, well, you know, because I have kids and my, my wife and, and I know your wife has friends and, you know, where they're in mom's groups and homeschool groups and co-ops and church groups and this kind of stuff. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, so I, I like you overhear a lot of conversations. And when patients first come in here, I, I just, it's always almost alarming to me how, how much I hear this fear in their voice, right? Like, like you were talking about, maybe it was you, Jeff, or somebody talking about earlier, like, well, my family history, this or, or that. And it's like, you know, they're literally like, they're like waiting to get cancer, waiting yeah, to get yeah, heart disease. Yeah, and it's yeah. like, Hey, I don't even know, Jeff, again, like I said, I might, I don't know, my, I might have an aneurysm and die right now. Yeah. And I'm not making yeah. light of that. Yeah, I'm no. not, I've have a friends that have lost spouses because of that. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Here's what I'm saying. I can't live in fear all day long. Yeah and do yep. 10 million medical tests that might or might not find that. You know, there was a few years ago, I can't think of his name, Jeff. He was a famous news anchor, um, a little bit of a bigger guy, wrote a book, and he died. Um, was it Tim Russert? Was that, was that him? About? Tim Russert. Yeah. I think you're right. Uh-huh. And I don't know if you know the story, but like two weeks before that, he had gone to his doctor, uh-huh. had a full workup physical, did the stress test, ran the treadmill. They yeah. gave him a clean bill of health. Whew. Two weeks later, he has a massive heart attack. I'm not blaming the doctors. I'm just saying, this. it's a bit of a fool's game yeah. by thinking, yeah. I'm going to go in once a year. Yeah. And there was a Harvard study. I'll say this one. This is the last one on this yeah. one, Jeff. I, there was a Harvard study. Uh, uh, it was a few years ago now. I believe it was Harvard, one of the top medical schools. And they were studying the annual physical. And the annual physical, I believe, is a $50 billion industry. $50 billion with a B. $50 yep. billion industry. Yep. And their, their consensus at the end of it was, um, it doesn't help. The annual physical. So people say, so even you might even listen and say, well, Dr. Ben, come on. You don't even get your annual physical. I get an annual physical every day when I take care of my health. I don't need to go in and have somebody tell me that's never met me if I'm healthy or not. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And so, um, and even in this day and age, even if you want to get certain blood work done and things like that, yeah. you can get that done on your own. You don't have to have a doctor that you can go to a, a, an independent lab place and pay yeah. cash yeah. and do it yourself. If there's something you're wondering about, you know, you can mail in, there's urine tests that you can do. Yeah, I mean, yeah, some of that yeah. doctoring you are completely able to do on your own. You yeah. don't have to be a doctor yeah. to do that. Yeah. You know, if you want somebody to help you interpret it or something, that's fine. And then you can choose on how you want to uh, approach it. So let me ask you something real quick. I'm just be curious if you've ever broached this subject at all um apple uh you know we got a bunch of apple things in front of us right here Mm -hmm. has really touted they really tried to get into the healthcare space Mm -hmm. uh, with the watch specifically Mm -hmm. and they've they've made multiple boasts and claims 
about how people wearing those Apple watches have actually given indicators prior to major heart issues that would have come up and, and effectively mm. saved lives. Oh, a, do you agree or disagree uh, with that? B, is uh, if you do agree with that, is that a part of yeah. maybe a, a device somebody could have or a device like oh, it that somebody man. could have that could be a part of? Yeah, talk to Oh, if I just, uh, well, if I, if I just I tapped think, into something? Jeff, yeah. I think these are so... What we have to do is just let ourselves think about... Because logic would say... Because uh-huh. there's some assumptions built into this, Jeff. Because logic would say, just like mammograms, logic would say, can't we, if we catch the cancer sooner and treat it, doesn't that help out? Right, 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 right. The problem is there's a lot of assumptions in that statement. Okay. Because it, sometimes it doesn't catch them. Sometimes it causes false positives where it starts, you think you have it, but you don't. Yeah. The treatments to treat the things that you don't have actually can kill people. So yada, yada, yada. So the summation of that statement actually ends up being, man, we treated people that died that didn't have cancer. Some people, and, and actually one of the big studies that came out a few years ago out of the Cochrane Institute said, man, these mammogram recommendations don't agree with science. Yeah. It's actually not doing what we think it's doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when you yeah. say, so there was a great article written by a cardiologist regarding where Okay, wearable technology. Okay, because they were going to be able to start uh, measuring um, um, arrhythmias and things like this. Yeah, and they so and just Jeff, this is my so like I don't know if we talked about this in an episode before, but it's like, um, you know, where they're going with dri- self driving cars and things like this, right? Yeah, I'm not crazy about that person, right? But yeah. So here's the here's the concern, and and there was a, some great talk about this. You're giving up some autonomy and choice by going to a driving car. Now, I I probably I, Jeff, I believe that there's a probably some great truth that there'll be less deaths. Potentially, right? Let's just could say, be, yeah, you know, be. maybe sure. less, you know, less um, drunk driving or something yeah. like this, right? Yeah. Let's just yeah. say that that proved out, okay? But I'm also, I'll be real honest. Ben, with I just you. didn't want to give up my right to terrorize the road well, in, in our soccer mom cars. You know what I well, mean? Yeah, yeah, there <laughs> you go. Zero to well, fifty-five in about twelve minutes. I'll right? tell you what I'm concerned about <laughs> yeah. is to think that that it would be possible for something or somebody else to control my car, right? To, to be at the risk and the mercy of a, of a, of a grid of power yeah. to decide if I can drive, yeah. to shut me down, to lock my doors and drive. You know what I mean, yeah. right? There's yeah. some scary, when you have a powers that be deciding, so it. you get that. So here's yeah. what I say about the wearables, Jeff. Uh-huh. If, if the medical model decides that, hey, we're indicating that Jeff is having an arrhythmia, and we're going to send in the ambulance over to your place of work right now under the auspices of to save your life, buddy. Yeah. But now we're going to give you, you know, medical care that we're going to mandate on you because you need to do this and this is right. So very slippery slope. So here's what this cardiologist said. I had said. not thought about that. Ben. So here's what this cardiologist wow. said. He yeah. goes, this was his statement. He goes, I'm very concerned. He goes, first of all, arrhythmias are normal for 99.9% of the people. Okay. So now what's going to happen? Let's just kind of go extreme, yeah. right? Now yeah. you got everybody wearing a wearable and yep. it says, oh, Ben Rawls having an arrhythmia right now. Yep. Well, probably because I'm talking about how crazy people are that, you know, whatever. So they- He's s- been with Jeff again. Yeah. So I mean, both of you, well, Ben and Jeff have arrhythmias at the same time every Tuesday or Monday. So so what happens is you yeah. see this happening and now you got powers that be deciding what health is or isn't and what recommendations you should have. And he goes, what we're going to have is a whole bunch of people get he goes it'd be is what he said it'd be great for the cardiology industry <laughs> well the whole bunch of patients coming in here thinking they're having heart attacks yeah but they're not yeah. because we've scared them by this wearable and so jeff again and, and this is going to be this isn't hard for people to understand but you have to understand we measure very few metrics in health but we make those the majors there is jeff when you get That's blood work word. done when yep. you get blood work done mm-hmm. you we measure a handful of things there's thousands of things we could measure yep. and there's millions of things we don't even know about yet that we aren't even measuring yeah. that yeah. are probably way more important to our health. Yep. Yep. So the fact that we go, Oh, well that looks like that's a, you know, <laughs> an arrhythmia there. You know, for example, yeah. quitting smoking is way more powerful for your health than taking a drug. 
Okay, as far as far as a positive outcome, right? Sure. Yeah. If you if you were at the cardiologist and you said and you said I smoke two packs a day, I eat junk food, and I'm 50 pounds overweight, um, or and and or I could take Lipitor. If that cardiologist is cardiologist is worth their weight, they're going to say address those lifestyle things. Those are yes. way more impactful. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yes. Whether you do them or not, I don't know, and decide if you want to take a drug or not. But I mean, if we were just talking sheer numbers yeah. and power, yeah. okay. So I'm again, I am not. I don't. I don't wear a wearable. You know, I mean, I could, I've had people give them to me. I've had yeah. people want to buy them for me. I don't wear them because I'm not looking for a device to tell me. Now there are some, remember we had um, Dr. Terry on here talking yes. about the ring. Yes. And I yes. think if you, if you really want and or need that, I think there are some tremendous benefits. But the thing yeah. I loved about his test is it measures something called HRV, heart rate variability, okay. which is a measurement of stress. It's not measuring your heart rate per se. It's not measuring yeah. your, you know, your rhythmias. Yeah. It's yeah. not trying yeah. to scare you and, and, and autom, you know, yeah. medically be, I, yeah. I do not yeah. need. And by the way, Jeff, I'm just going to freak you out, right? Google just bought Fitbit. I, I actually, I did know that. And, so and now we, think about that. Yeah. <laughs> so all my medical recordable device is going to go yeah. to the largest analytics, data analytics, they know more about me than I think now. The argument is, but that's great. They're going to be able to cure all the world, right? But, but who's had major accusations already of watching in on their cams and things like that? That Yeah, I mean, that's been a big issue And for they're them. going to decide right. what health my health care should look like. Yep. What if yep. they say, health care should be this drug and this drug yep. and this drug? And yep. I say, my health care is an adjustment, some apples and some exercise. Yeah. Yeah. And they say, well, we don't think that's good enough. Yeah. So Jeff, we got we to gotta say, whoa, dude. You know, so I say this not to be, I don't, I'm not even, I don't even feel like I'm in weird land here. No, I just, no, I, I know. It, it, Ben, I wasn't even thinking, I wasn't even going down that road because I think most people, I, I think, first of all, I'm absolutely, now that you've said that, I'm absolutely in agreement with you about where those things can go. And I think that your point, um, say about the blood testing and everything yeah. makes perfect sense because you think about this, remember 50 years ago, you're eating bacon, you're eating grease, you're eating eggs, everything's great. I mean, I, Dr. Clum's on here, right? Yeah, Don yeah, Clum's yeah, on yeah, here yeah, talking yeah. about, what did he eat, nine eggs at a time or something? Yeah, nine eggs a like day. That, right, yeah. is that what it was? Yeah, it's something crazy. And then we then we have this major shift that says, get away from the eggs, get away yeah. from the bacon, and then we're back on that, and we're this. <laughs> and, and I think that that is a, you know, not a perfect analogy, but a great illustration about how the conventional wisdom has changed dramatically the more and more that we start to discover. And if we're getting that Baylor study, and if that thing is right, that we only know about 1% of their, what there is to know, about our bodies, yeah. we could be testing all of the wrong things. I think it's what we're, I'm hearing yeah, you say. Right? We're, yeah, we're under this illusion, Jeff, that we yeah. think we have identified all the variables and we know the interactions of the variables. Right, right. And, and I would say a better use of our time mm -hmm. is not on trying to figure out the body and I say this a lot, it's how we could, can honor it. I'm going to yeah, use, yeah, I'm going to use, yeah. kind of as we close here, right? Yeah, you know, uh -huh. I'm going to use this thought, Jeff, like it's like when, um, when a baby is uh, being grown in, inside of a, you know, a mom. Sure. Right. So it's, it's so crazy to me. Uh, and that's not even the right word. Just, you know, amazing to me, uh -huh. you know, these two, you know, half cells come together and nine months later, a living, breathing baby comes. Okay. Yeah, now, I, yeah. now, just because we can say, Hey, on day 18, the heartbeats are on, you know, day 11, the spinal cord starts to form uh, whatever. Okay. Right. We can disc. Oh, and then the fingers. Oh, then they stop growing. Oh, it yeah. looks like an ear. Yeah. Oh, yep. yep. you know what I mean? Right. Yep. Just because we can describe those things. Uh -huh we get this artificial sense of, of, of smartness, right? Like, well, <laughs> on day 20, this yeah. happens. Yeah. It's like, but, yeah. you, but how does it happen? Well, I don't know how it happens. I just know it does happen, <laughs> right? So we, we get this prideful, this illusion of this arrogance of, of intelligence yeah. that is really out of line, yeah. okay? It's like me or you thinking we make the sunrise, right? Well, <laughs> I'm up, look at that. The sun came, you're welcome, right? It's like, well, no, you actually had nothing to do with that, yeah. okay? Yeah. So the body building itself inside of a mom and things like that. And so 
even when somebody gives me blood work, you know, to review and I'm comfortable doing that, I'm happy to give them insight. Sure. But in the side, in the back of my mind, I'm always like, but just so you know, like this is a very small part of the story. This isn't like the be all end all of your health. Yeah. And you know what's, and then you know what people always think, Jeff, they always say this and I want our listeners to hear this. Really want you to hear this. You'll say something. They'll say something like, because especially if they're naturally minded, right? Yeah. So they'll give yeah. me their blood work, and then the, here's the usually the number one answer: What vitamin should I take? Okay, what supplement should I take? There's there's a presupposition. Yeah, exactly. And I say and I say and here's what I'd want a person to know: You can move, oh, probably all of the metrics you're looking at by simply reducing your stress. By simply exercising, yeah, good word. by doing, so we, you know, get meditation, prayer. So people are always yeah. like, what, I sh- what should I take? I'm like, you don't have to take anything. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Your life's yeah. out of, quit your job. I don't know. Right. Yeah. Um, you know, get your marriage right. You know, deal with past traumas. We've talked yep. about that oh, before. Yeah. Right. Oh yeah. So this assumption is what do I take? Yeah. I say, I know why they've, I know why they say it and they mean it well. Right. Yeah. They're not trying yeah. to sound ridiculous. They yeah. want to, they want to help. Yeah. But I'd say, Hey. Or Jeff, a lot of times, maybe let's just say they come in, their blood work's all messed up because of, I don't know, an unhealthy diet, right? And they're like, what supplement should I take? I'm like, you don't need to take nothing. Actually, you need to stop something. Yeah. <laughs> you know yeah, what I yeah, mean? Yeah. You know, you know. Well, because I think they look at the two worlds and they say there's pills and the, the unhealthy, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? But now that my mind's shifting, there must be the healthy alternative or whatever. And they assume that it is a, yeah. a supplement. Not that there aren't some great supplements out there, but you know, yeah, yeah that's, I think that's where that, and there's not necessarily a dynamic equivalence there. Yeah. And right? yeah. So, so yeah, exactly. Exactly. You're saying lose the pill, change the lifestyle, yeah, right? There's a great, great statement. Right. I use it all the time out of Emory university up in Atlanta, uh-huh. 1997. They said basically the greatest medical thing you can ever do is a healthy lifestyle. <laughs> okay. It's not some new medical yeah. technology. Yeah. It's yeah. a healthy lifestyle. So the yeah. greatest thing you're listening to this and you're saying, Hey, why don't you go to the doctor. Here's what I don't do. And I'm far from perfect and I'm not the healthiest guy in the world and things like that. But I just, my faith is not in pills and potions, right. lotions and medicine. I'm not waiting for them to fix me, heal me, cure me. <laughs> I'm not looking for them to diagnose me and label me. I'm not looking to go in there and tell me if I'm healthy or not. I know that I am the one that between me and God is who has to have that decision. And yeah. I'm not saying that my life's perfect. My back doesn't hurt sometimes. I don't take opioids for it. Right. And I don't, but I have a whole nother world that I live in for that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. so I'm not giving them that power. I'm not handing my health away. I'm an empowered patient. Yeah. Okay. Now I happen to be a practicing chiropractor whatever. But if I couldn't practice tomorrow because I'm in a wheelchair or something like that, mm-hmm. well, I'm still going to operate by this. Yeah, model, yeah, you absolutely. Know? And absolutely. so I want people to feel educated and empowered, give them, give them their, feel like they have the choice again, right? How I want to steward yeah. my health. And kind of like we said, now this piece, this sounds ch- kind of cliche, Jeff, but it's like, and let the cards fall where they may. Yeah. It is what it is. Yeah. yeah. Now to be like, well, that's just, that's just ridiculous. Really? <laughs> well, I don't know. The other one seems pretty ridiculous to me too. Well, they get on airplanes, right? They do other things that they drove to work today. <laughs> where, yeah. It's funny you said that. I cars thought, are going to fall where they may, man. <laughs> I literally, I was showering today, Jeff. And I thought, you know, I'm fixing to get in the car. And I thought to yeah. myself, you know what? Because I've, um, you know, other things, I'm a, I'm a human, right? We got, yeah. you know, stuff coming up this week and everybody's busy. Sure. And I was got some stuff I'm kind of stressing about. And I was like, why am I so stressed? But I'm not stressed about getting in the car, which is probably the most dangerous thing I'm going to do today. But I've just decided to not be worried about it anymore. Yep, or, don't think about it. So, you know, part of the time we have to just kind of ch- check ourselves, yep. realize we've been kind of programmed or whatever word you want to use, yep. right? Yep. Culturally yep. influenced by stuff. And, and a lot of that has built up an artificial you know, response to, to things. Right. And, uh, and we can do better than that. So that's one through whatever we got. There to you there. have it folks. So real quick, I'm not interested in drugs or surgery. These are primary tools used by medicine. I understand that drugs do not heal and I don't want to mask any symptoms too. I'm aware of the research that shows medical causes uh, or medical care causes more harm than good. Why would I go to a place that offers that third point? I do not trust the information or science they use to justify the recommendations. I've seen the research showing most of the science is fraudulent and funded by pharma 
Four, it's too expensive. The return on investment is not worth it to me. Five, I have more trust in my body's ability to heal than I do in man-made drugs. Six, I do not live in fear about my health. Uh, I'm not worried about having something. That's the first six. Why Dr. Ben does not go to doctors. We're going to call it an episode today. Jump back in and do it all over again and do those last four. And I have some more questions even about the first six. So um, guys, share this with somebody. If you're out there, make sure you hit that subscribe button. You don't want to miss the next episode. If you enjoyed this today and this was beneficial for you, I promise you the next four are going to be just as good, if not better. Um, So make sure that you are not in the dark when a new episode drops on Design to Heal. Thanks for listening. Thank you for your support. And we will catch you next week. Thank you for listening to today's episode. Now imagine a new normal you get to decide when you understand your body's amazing design. Connect with us today by visiting AchieveWellness.clinic and join us on the mission by sharing this episode with someone you love.